Could you turn it down like one more notch? Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, James. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Ha ha! Nice. <laughs> Not bad on that one. Cue <laughs> stars and stripes forever. <laughs> no, just a point by. Yeah. Just a little thing. Yeah. Uh, welcome to you, as well as to you, the CI. Mm -hmm. You the and you. First and the second person there. Uh, <laughs> to, to this, our. our I guess it's the beginning of season three. Yes. That, that's, oh, no, it's the beginning of season four. Uh, um, well, yes, that's right. It's the end. Okay, cut all that out, start over. Mm. Uh, no, here we are at episode 156, the end, or the beginning, if you, if you want to look at it that way, of three full years of weekly mm -hmm. podcasts that we do here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. All right, pretty pretty good. We've come a long way. We're mm -hmm. just about to get our feet under us and... Uh, yes. And start promoting. Get this, get this thing going. <laughs> real, for real. Yes. No fooling around. Let's <laughs> let's actually really do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What, what would you call it? It's not retooled. We've tooled. <laughs> yes. The We've tooling tooled. Yeah. Exactly. And we are well tooled. Mm -hmm. It's a well-oiled machine right now. Yeah, well. And we're good. <laughs> we feel... I'm, I, I personally feel some... Large measure of relief post election. Yes, and today is the day for Biden J. <laughs> That's not bad. Huh. So they finally, uh, I shouldn't say finally, they decided to call the election for uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Robinette, yes. And there was great rejoicing. It was. It turns out. Yeah, there were quite a lot of clips of. People sticking their phones out of their windows to hear the the revelry of their neighbors mm -hmm. in cities yeah. like Atlanta and New York City and uh, L.A. and I saw one more. Why did you see? You said the the White House correspondent uh, was saying the crowd cheering was tremendous. Mm -hmm. You could hear it from everywhere in the White House grounds. Right. President Trump was off in New, his place in New Jersey golfing. Yes, his his uh, Virginia. Virginia Golf Club. All right. I don't know. That's what I said. Saw on. I mean, it might have been both today. <laughs> he could have been <laughs> you both. Did, you did nine at one and nine at the other. I mean, he's he's gonna lose out on all that sweet sweet uh, U.S. Secret cash entourage cash. <laughs> yeah, to to pad his. That's uh, true. Yeah, he's gonna wallet. have to. Yeah, he's gonna have to so. subsidize himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cool the the best one I saw today actually. Well, the thing that made me laugh and feel rather related was. A reporter on TV uh, of on a local newscast, and there is some kind of activity going on behind him, and you see a someone in a Trump face mask, mm -hmm. in sunglasses and hat, walks up behind him as he's starting his his feed, his broadcast. Right, gets the attention of the newscaster, I think because he's just hovering back there and like he's. He's like, what? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And the reporter turns around and he goes, We're doing is. We're looking. How you doing, pal? How you doing, real news or fake news? Buzz off. So we're here at the state house. <laughs> and he turns back to do the news. 
but that was, that was an excellent metaphor of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, when we first saw it, I was captioned to fuck off. Oh. And uh, I was like, woohoo! That was ballsy. I said only in Long Island, but then it, it made more sense. That if you listen closely without, without reading the caption to influence you. Mm, okay. It's a, that's a very Long Island thing to say, so. Yeah. Like, it's the whole the whole thing, like, uh, well, we're outside of this whole, you know, Biden thingamajig, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, Pally, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing back there? We're in Long Island here. Like, hey, hey, do me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways, there's Sam with the weather or whatever. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so. We didn't plan it this way, but uh, might be a kind of a day for pausing and reflecting. Mm -hmm. Here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. Which I already announced, remember. I did say that. I'm James. I'm Marcus. We just didn't do that part. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> you do. You have done it, multiple announcements in shows before. There's precedent. Well-oiled machine. <laughs> we have quite a backlog of shows. Well... <laughs> that's true <laughs> i was just looking through the beginning points i guess of all beginning and end points of all these things and we mm -hmm. have a we have a first show which was the end of our pre-show season yes um of which there are four i think this was the fifth and we decided we were going to do five and then one and then we said screw it let's just make this the next show i think that's how it went with. So, yeah, that sounds about right yeah so we had some desperate topics at the time, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, there was still a lot going on and it was, um, yeah, you were shaving your beard. Ah, is that right? Mm. Shaving my beard. Yeah. It was the first of our, our shaving series, as I recall. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> With the, I was, um, talking about wet shaving. Mm -hmm. I think so. Interesting. Yeah. But, but the, in... the Halloween, I keep forgetting that that is the beginning of our show year in a sense. Because we started in the beginning of November. So yeah. at one point, you were right in the middle of having a kid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not you yourself, of course. Yeah. A, yeah. a child was being born. And the first year had just been born. Is that right? She's, or she was uh, she's about to turn four now. Okay, uh, so she was, just about to... she was just about to turn one. Correct. At that time. Monthly. Little girl. Yeah. I'm talking about it. Just about mm -hmm. to turn one-ish. Another little girl is uh, has just turned four months mm -hmm. uh, a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Right. So there were, we, we were just remembering Halloween in that first episode. It was, mm -hmm. uh, it was interesting, but no, no music share that I no, can find. No, we didn't get into, into solid music shares for, uh, for quite a while. Yeah. Actually. So there's. Once in a while we would, it would be part of our topics, mm -hmm. but, uh, but not a regular thing. Yeah. Not a, share. not a, it didn't feel like we needed one. Like right. it was weird if we didn't have music share. <laughs> Mm. And now it is for sure. But if you flash forward a year, we we did a, a sort of retrospective at show fifty two, and there's a report in there and um, praise for Wayne Knight, who we we both enjoy a lot. Mm -hmm. And then show fifty three, we were talking about. Well, I was going to say um, on show one, mm -hmm. we we talked about our love of the Venture Brothers. It's funny because Venture Brothers. Let's talk about that again. All right. Let's ruin another show. It feels like an old show in that way. It's a it's a little yeah. timeless, maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I don't well, know. it's 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 drawn a lot like 
uh, Johnny Quest was in, in a lot of um, bits, mm. you know, background-wise. It, it just sort of remi- um, uh, reminds me of that style, mm-hmm. painted backgrounds, yeah, uh, uh, highly um, detailed painted backgrounds. There's a lot of retrofuturism. Yeah, yeah. These are art. art I'm going to try to throw in art terms and ju- to justify my degree. Mm-hmm. Put it in the show notes. Possible. <laughs> hey, it's never too soon to put out the resume. Mm. But but um, yeah, they're really good at, at the uh, using the atomic style. Um, yeah, the mid-century sort of idea of what the future would be in all the old venture buildings, mm-hmm. uh, at least. Um, that's really where it comes to the fore. I would say the the, the helper design and the compound mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Sure, really, really the, well designed. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the venture jet. And mm-hmm. All those things. Yeah, straight out of Johnny Quest, that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Show. Yeah. And I have, um, over the past uh, two or three weeks, I guess it's been at least three weeks, going through the the whole series mm-hmm. from show one, because it's on Hulu. And I've just, uh, today, started season seven, which uh-huh. I had never seen yet. Oh, uh, so I see. I, got, I actually, I think, missed... The last two or three episodes of season six, mm. even. So I thought uh, season six was particularly hard to follow. Season seven flowed a lot, mm. a lot better to me, at least. Yeah, season six. Well, five and six yeah. jumped around a, a lot. Yeah, the, the toward the end of five. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot of uh, time jump. Yeah, and, they, and then they set up season six, right? Which was the and we had a uh, a special episode yeah in, in before yeah. that and now it is and then they moved to they went to new york for season six <laughs> right and uh, got super rich yeah and, and whatnot um but now in season seven they're uh well we know now that there's no not going to be a season eight right um at least uh, not on not on uh, a cartoon network Com- comedy central yeah or yeah comedy central i would be surprised if if the guys still want to do it mm-hmm. If somebody didn't pick it up, like Netflix or right. Amazon, you know they should. Uh, hmm. If if the guys still want to do it, I don't think I would be surprised if it went to Netflix, knowing how capricious they are about cutting shows off. Hmm. I don't think they would want to do it unless they were either doing one season and were like, okay, we're going to wrap up this show entirely hmm. with one final season on Netflix. I hmm. think I think Netflix would jump at that. Probably, yeah. But if they want to leave it open ended, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. That that makes a lot of sense, especially knowing uh, Doc Hammer's uh, mm, penchant for exclusivity. <laughs> no, exclusive right of refusal. Yeah. At uh, pretty much anything having to do with the show. Yeah, creative control. Yeah, yeah. it's very big with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, with he and, and Jackson. Yeah. What's his name? I always, Jack- always want to say Jackson Public. Jackson Public. <laughs> Public. But you. his real but, name yeah. is Christopher McCullough, mm. who, of course, is also, I believe he's Hank, and mm. he is several voices on the show. Oh, he met Patrick Warburton when he was working on The Tick. Venture mm. Brothers was conceived as a short comic story for a comics anthology by Monkey Suit, of which McCullough is the editor. Monkey Suit. Interesting. And then um, working on the tick helped him translate the story into cartoon form, animation form. Wow. Okay. Okay. So the uh, 
Chris McCullough, I guess his his stage name or his professional name is Jackson Public. Uh, voices a bunch mm. of characters on the show. Uh, Hank would be slightly older, or I think he's yeah. a little tiny bit older than Dean. Like four minutes. Yeah, four minutes. That's it. I believe they said four or eight minutes because he says. Mm. You're, you're four minutes older than me. Then maybe in four minutes you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, James Urbaniak, of course, voices, yes, Dr. Venture, as well as Phantom Limb. My favorite Byron Orpheus is Stephen Rattazzi. you got to remember that. Yeah, several, several characters on the show. Indeed. One of the most striking things about season seven is there's no, um, uh, there's no censoring mm. <laughs> of their language right. for the first time. I shouldn't say for the first time, but there, there is, for the first time, there's none, right? They did in the earlier seasons, they centered just about everything. Uh-huh. And, uh, in season six, I think I noticed it mostly when wide whales daughter, Serena was, was talk, was talking, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> so, uh, that was one allowed word, but they, they would censor, censor probably half of the stuff. Uh-huh. And now in, uh, in season seven, yeah. they're, Full on F bombs. <laughs> but uh yeah, moving on to where we were, show fifty three, we mm-hmm. we uh, we just had kept looking forward. It's not there's not a lot of of rehashing anything. One of the things in season fifty three was about uh Xmas music mm-hmm. showing up in the uh, commercial venues. Right. The Mariah Carey thing is a nice new one, and I mm-hmm. still enjoy it occasionally. But it's relentless. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the problem with so many things. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like a SNL Even sketch. Christmas shows like it goes I, too long. I don't, I don't mind the uh, Victorian Christmas carols, mm-hmm. and or wh- whatever they've repurposed to be. Yeah, uh, you know, from times of old. But uh, that that sort of fifties stuff needs to go to the sidelines. The uh, the Bing Crosby, mm. the Burl Lives, the yeah. um, Johnny Mathis. And so forth. Yeah. As a wise woman once said, let it go. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of commercials, I uh, I finally, just yesterday, saw a commercial for uh, some sort of radio-controlled car. And I thought, ah, finally it begins. Hmm. And I was sort of struck by the idea that it was November 6th, and I that was the first I had seen of any sort of hint of Christmas commercials uh-huh. commercialism uh, this this year. So it, it seems very late um, compared to recent years, right? which I was grateful for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's still not super overt yesterday or today. It was just that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it wasn't Christmas related. It was just clearly a product that isn't normally advertised. Sure. <laughs> I mean, probably so. isn't kids shows, right? Oh uh, yeah. But yeah, just, but out of the blue in a, a you know, an adult, nice. what would you call it? In prime mm-hmm. time. So called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast forwarding to last year, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They it it struck me also that the shows took a dive in sound quality for a while. Uh, so I was listening back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was unfortunate. It was pretty rough at the beginning as mm-hmm. well, as we sort of got used to uh, how we were going to edit it and just getting used to the ins and outs of Audacity. Right. I think we were kind of uh, what would you call it uh, amateurishly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going about things that uh, there were better plugins to, for. Yes. You know? Or uh, none. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not having consistent settings like written down 
you know, um, mm-hmm. where, where we would just automatically go to the same uh, baseline. Well, the other thing that I learned was there's uh, a lot to be said for minimal touching of the of the product. Mm-hmm. The, the initial recording should be the thing that you strive to perfect more than anything because trying to yeah. massage it with effects and filters later, it takes a long time for very, very little appreciable result, I, I think, as evidence <laughs> by how noisy the show was on occasion. Yeah. So what I learned was a few of the things that I had set in uh, advice uh, from advice from other people only applied to recording in a closed in by a sound proof or muffled sound environment whereas we're in a kind of noisy series of places true so i uh yeah i i did not really know how to noise gate things i figured the noise reduction would take care of it so once i once i figured that out it got much better here mm-hmm. and easier significant improvement yeah, because a lot of we, we spent a lot of time editing by hand in places yeah just mm-hmm. cutting things out and lowering volumes and chopping off the ends yeah it would silence <laughs> everything in between our individual talking yes yeah. yeah it was really pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> and super time consuming yeah. ridiculously time consuming. Right. so i'd spend uh sometimes four or six hours uh, on a show edit you know, mm-hmm. that was rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, the show is much more uh, a light touch engineering wise these days. Mm-hmm. I, I kept wanting to go back to a better mic and I still plan to do that. But for now, it, it works pretty well with the setup signal chain that I did, that I developed for this particular thing. So, yeah. Beauty. In episode 105, one of the topics was daughter mm-hmm. antics. Another thing that <laughs> happened was today, the little girl, uh, my daughter, the little girl is riding her, uh, it's like a little lion toy that she's uh, she sits on and you know moves around with her feet, you know, Flintstone style. She's riding it up all around the house mm-hmm. and gets near, near me and is about to run into me. And she goes, I'm going to crash you. And I said, no, don't crash me. And she goes, I'm gonna crash mommy. No, don't crash mommy. Was, <laughs> Wait, were you each saying that mommy. in turn? Yes. Each <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And then she says, "I need to crash something." <laughs> nuke the whales? You don't really believe that, do you? I don't know. Gotta nuke something. Touche. <laughs> just immediately popped into my head. Uh, sure. So, it's not just for the show. <laughs> These <laughs> things happen all the time in my. <laughs> brain and uh this one i can mention daughter's antics yeah. so yeah other little girl is uh, is teething and she's had a rough couple of couple of days here and nights mm. she's just uh not only rough uh, you, you know a lot of drooling and, and fussiness and so forth but also she's discovered that up until this point she's been really quiet and you know fussy for her is a little eh, er, <laughs> eh. you know like okay she's She's upset about mm-hmm. something. Let's let's go. She hardly ever cries, you know, until <laughs> now she really does. Like ah, it's like screaming, uh, crying when she's when her need is not met. And now she, now that that's worked for for the teething thing, 
it's almost like i don't want to be put down full-on rage you know <laughs> i don't want to to be out of sight of another human. <laughs> full-on rage you know my diaper needs changed i want i'm, I'm hungry well <laughs> like oh no go back to the to the quiet mm -hmm. one we we would meet your needs with a with a slight fuzzy but uh yeah she's having a tough time yeah. anyway little girl was watching one of her shows princess rainbow <laughs> and the hunt for the magic unicorn yes. and one of those and she the, there was there was a part where she sings the, the the main character uh sings about the wishing tree or something hmm. like that Anyhow, a uh, little girl is getting pretty good. I mean, she had an octave leap oh. in there, and she was she nailed it. Whoa. Nice. That, that was pretty impressive. Between that and her bedtime song has always been the Brahms lullaby mm. um, that I, I've sung to her with uh, some made-up lyrics. <laughs> Go to sleep and good night. Close your yeah. big bloodshot eyes. One of those. One. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Although I <laughs> softened the lyrics. <laughs> Compared to that one, compared to Bugs Bunny. But um, she has asked for for Rock Lobster. Nice. <laughs> That's a, a pretty regular bedtime song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, as sung by Peter mm -hmm. Griffin. We and were so, on the beach. It, Everybody yeah, had including... Watching towels. I'm happy to say. <laughs> one of these, one of these uh, episodes, I'll record a singer. Because ah. she likes to sing along with me. You know, and... Um, so to the to the point where she'll do even the ending. Right. You know, um, uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, you're gonna be yeah. okay. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, she does that. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Nice. Mm -hmm. What have you mm -hmm. played her the original version? Oh, yeah, okay. that's how she. Found uh, I see. Cleveland, sit down. I want to sing a little song that uh, kept me going when I had troubles. at the beach everybody had matching towels somebody went under a dock and there they saw a rock but it wasn't a rock it was a rock lobster You're gonna be okay. So yeah, they, people would complain about it because it was on a one of the playlists at Trader Joe's, I believe, and it would just the Peter Griffin. No, one? no, no, God, no. Okay, <laughs> the original Rock Lobster. Bingo, bingo. I mean, B-52s. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I, people would be like, "Oh, Rock Lobster!" I'm like, yeah, not. <laughs> uh, still, no, still not tired of it. Still not sick of Rock Lobster. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> the deal is. I just I can hear mm -hmm. that. Forever, it's apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. I, uh, Fred is uh, just belting it mm -hmm. up there, doing his thing, and it's still fun. <laughs> I think we talked about the B-52s before, but they started mm -hmm. as a party band, so uh, of course that's what they did. Of course they're wild. Yeah. Of course they have these long, rambly songs in the beginning. That's just They were just trying to fill time and get rowdy. As is their way. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of music, mm -hmm. you got a music share? I do. One of the things from the first show was uh, we mentioned that uh, Matt Mahaffey, who is the driving force behind the band Self, does mm -hmm. the theme song for our show. Yeah. And 
I could share that one, but I, I, I would rather share this other one that uh, I get into jags of listening to over and over again. And that's a song mm-hmm. called Orchid. And Matt released this in anticipation of it being a track on the album that he was slowly working on while he <laughs> produced a whole bunch of other bands and wrote music for Dora the Explorer, I believe. No. A kid's show is a kid's cartoon from Asia that he did. Anyway, he did a bunch of scoring for children's television. And he, so he, but every once in a while he would release a a song as something on its own, or that was proposed to be part of this new album. And that was to be called super fake nice, which is (laughs) his term for LA, how how people are in LA. And he did eventually put out an album called Super Fake Nice, more of an EP really, but this track is not on it. It did not end up mm-hmm. squeezing into the mix. I guess he thought it didn't fit or something, but it... Oh, excuse me, I, I must interject because you just made me think of you know Super Fake Nice. I, ha- I had a couple students um, back, back in the day. It might have been, yeah, actually exactly 20 years ago, and... I still remember this girl. They they moved in um, partway through the school year, and I believe they were from California, if I'm not mistaken. I was teaching mm-hmm. in Oregon at the time, uh, a, a previous time from here, and I remember her super fake niceness. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I said, you know, I just remember this one in particular interaction where I said, "Okay, thank you," and she did, "No, thank you." <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like junior in high school <laughs> the epitome of insincerity so matt released a pair of songs monogamy which was on super ignite and this song called orchid which is fantastic one of my top five matt Mahaffey songs easily Just can't endure underneath the 
and there you go. Um, but mm, yeah, good song. I like it a lot. It's uh, he he has a really intriguing sense for inversions. So mm-hmm. chords that to my ear at first sound strange or resonant in a way that I can't define will will often be just a a major chord or a maybe a maybe a seventh somewhere in there mm-hmm. with with uh, certain harmonies um and it's because of the way he layers those notes in the chord that makes it sound different to me i guess mm-hmm. than a neuro, than what i would think of as just root <laughs> a third above yeah. and then a fifth above bam there's your chord whereas it could be mm-hmm. a low third but the root and then the fifth and so forth yeah right. it's a man do i do i really love those vocals and guitar sound just super jealous of all of his production skills yeah he, he, yeah he does a good job with this one i like the uh the progression through the song with the it's almost like a uh well it's not quite a theme in variations but he layers in complexities uh with every mm-hmm. verse yeah. yeah and then by the end he, he's he's at full harmony and every mm-hmm. instrument going and multiple guitars and yeah good stuff i i will uh I would listen again. The funny thing is, you can't really go out and get this. I I just acquired mm. it by being a fan and keeping the eye out, and then every once in a while something would show up in a place. Um, he had a music repository. Or a, it, it was a fan site, I guess. A, a fan-created site all about self, but um, Matt used to, every once in a while, post something to it musically and mm-hmm. um that's how i acquired several things was just he had it collected there um selfmusic.net i believe and then one mm-hmm. year it just disappeared and everybody in the forums was like what what happened there <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. uh matt showed up on the forums and said yeah sorry i forgot to renew the domain Oh. <laughs> even yeah. even he and then <laughs> and then no no more no more happened and it just he, he didn't renew it somewhere else he he was busy and just kept moving on without it it was mm. really strange so i have acquired quite a number of matt mahaffey songs that aren't released officially anywhere but that he he mm. made and produced and gave it to us I was, uh, I was yeah. just I'm very humbled and grateful that he has produced so much music and just given it away, just sent it out there. I mean, yeah. four albums worth or so, maybe five all together. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's quite generous. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to be generous, you can send us an <laughs> email. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. You can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. This is a perfect jumping on point, uh, the beginning of a new season. Therefore, you can tell all your friends, hey, if you want to get into <laughs> It's Just Called Two Brothers, now's the perfect time. Yep, that's what they, the that's what they say. <laughs> you can even tweet at us at IJC2B. I'm losing it. I'm, I'm mired in nostalgia now for all of our, <laughs> for all of our shows. 
gonna gonna binge on a marathon episodes. all the past shows. <laughs> oh man, I'm still three shows behind. The, you know, just now. Never mind trying to cram right? in a re-listen. I almost always listen to them the, the day mm-hmm. they drop. Uh, oftentimes, I listen to the majority of it. The yeah, morning. and I rely on that because every once uh, in a while something will go terribly wrong, and I have to fix it. And, mm. and re- yeah. republish. Like there's no clips. Yeah. Hey, there's no clips in this. There's just silence. Oh, well yeah. then, let me just re-edit. Yeah. Like, yeah, the most recent one. There was a, yeah, not even an intro <laughs> song, I believe. Big yeah, I had to. I did have to export that one. Re- re-export that one a few weeks ago. That was very embarrassing. Sorry, those of you. <laughs> those of the faithful.